Criminal Intent, Law and Order, Catherine Erb, the star, is on with us. What a pleasure to speak to you this morning, Catherine. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. We always talk about Law and Order. I think it would have to be uh, such a favourite show for, for so many people. Of course, it did ruin law for us because here in Australia, our law system is quite different. But we used to go, no, oh, no. Not. No, it's not. <laughs> exactly the same. Exactly the same. Exactly the same. <laughs> was it a fun show to work on, even though it was quite um, serious with the way it came across? Was it fun? We had a lot of fun a lot of the time. It was, as you can imagine, a, a difficult job, too. You know, there were a lot of challenges in terms of the hours and everything, but we laughed and had a, as good a time as we possibly could. Did you? We, we felt really lucky and. You know, it was a great group of people. Did you feel like you learnt a lot as well? Because the writing in the show is so intricate and the storylines and the twists in it are amazing. Did you feel like you got into the minds of murderers a little bit? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that was one of the things that really amazed me, in especially in the beginning when we were learning what it was like to be a cop, um, a detective, and that, in fact, you know, it makes sense that cops and and criminals are, you know, they have to, you have to learn to think like one. You have, both sides of that coin have to learn to think like the other. So um, it was very enlightening. Well, you, yeah. you know, with all you've learned, though, Steven Seagal did become a sheriff, just saying. I mean, if you need... You could become a serial killer. <laughs> Not where I was going with it. But. <laughs> Who knows? She might have already learned so much. She knows how to hide it. getting away with it. it. It is... I mean, with a show like this, and, you know, you learn with, I guess, you know, hospital shows, they've got doctors on board the set to make sure, sure it's accurate. Did you have... Murderers Not, not murderers on set. Jeez Louise. Sorry. Did you have, did you have police officers and, and lawyers on set? Absolutely, we did. Not lawyers so much, but we did have advisors who, we had two different advisors over the 10 plus years that we worked on the show. Um, And the last, I don't know how many years, we had um, Detective Mike Strzok, who was just, is an amazing person, as well as was an amazing cop. He was retired by the time he was working with us. And, um, like he caught the, he, he was a part of the, of John Lennon's murder. He, he was a part of cracking the murder case of the musician in the orchestra at the Met, like major cases. And it was just so fun to, to listen to his stories and, um, to, you know, ask his advice on how to handle all this. I think one of the reasons the show is so popular is the play-along factor. Obviously, everyone at home trying to work out who did it. I once heard, though, uh, Vincent D'Onfrio um, explain it as a, um, a fridge show because you watch the show and you love it and then you go to the fridge after to get something and go, hang on a second, that, none of that made actual, hang on, <laughs> and, and you unravel the mystery. Would you say that's true? Or is it, were they really writing the mysteries if it could actually happen in real life? Well, I think the... You know, I don't, I think that they always had to take some license, creative license with them. We couldn't, 
you know, we tr- they would obviously rip things from the headlines, and you mm. can tell um, those stories. But Renee Balsay, who was the original um, creator of the characters and the show, um, and our original showrunner, um, I think really loved getting inside the minds of these people, in, in the minds of this this you know, particularly Gorin, um, mm. that character, but also in the minds of these of these criminals and what made them tick. So, um, you know, he would take these germs of truth and then run with them. Vincent was your your partner on the show, and yeah, he you, played Gorin. Well, right. you, the you name when just, I heard you say Gorin, yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. Goza. You guys just worked so well together, and he was quite an eccentric uh, character. There were a few rumors that he might have been difficult to work with. Were any of those true? Well, you know, I don't, I don't know if um, it's it's hard for people watching the show to understand what goes into making an episode of a show like that, particularly when you are the main character um, or characters. Mm. You know, with the original Law and Order. We the the original Law and Order divided the workload between the cops and the lawyers, and then SVU deviated from that. But they had many uh, main characters besides Chris and Marishka's characters um, to help shoulder the weight of of making you know just the hours and the stress and. Um, the workload um, of of making a show like that. But when it came to our show, it was just Vincent and myself every day. Um, and then, you know, for the first four years, we worked 18 hours. Well, the first season, absolutely, we worked 18-hour days, mm. five days a week. And um, we tried to make changes and then, you know, get them on board, the, the, you know, the powers that be on board to protect us from the burnout. But it was impossible at the end of the day to protect us completely. And um, so, you know, my feelings about anything that happened and any difficulties that Vincent had were that they were inherent with the job. Um, and and just trying to maintain sanity in the face of that kind of workload mm. and pressure, and um, and then you add on family, uh, uh, you know, there's a trouble. lot of pressure. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. what you're saying is the job just keeps going. Yeah, yeah. anyone under that you know, sort of pressure, there is, you know, there's truth to some of maybe what you hear, but anyone under that sort of pressure is obviously not going to act the best every single day if you do 18 hours, exactly. five days a week. Like, it, that would doesn't matter There's what type stress. of job you're doing, mm. whether you're driving an Uber or whether you're doing, you know, working on set. That's right. And, I mean, for example, there, in the first season, um, we, we took a lot of um, publicity photos one day um, before it came out, and my dog died that day. My <laughs> dog had to be put to sleep. <laughs> that day I couldn't go with my then husband to bring the dog. Like they had to drive by the place where we were shooting. And I look at those pictures and I think, Oh, 
Yeah, that's the day that they put Frida to sleep. Oh. And, oh. You, you said know, goodbye you to your dog on set before he drove off to the vet oh. to be put down. That must have no, been... No, 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 they couldn't. They couldn't oh. even stop. Wow. You know, she, he took drove her past where we were shooting. Oh, he did a drive the window. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's that kind of absurdity mm. um, that, I mean, you have a job. You have to go do your job. Mm. Mm. I worked 16 hours with um, with appendicitis and went from the set to the hospital. I think the kids of today <laughs> need to hear this chat because we have trouble getting them to rock up to work on a flex day. <laughs> My dog's sick. I'm taking a month off. That yeah. seems right. Yeah. 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 Wow. Catherine, did you like Sex in the City? Like after, did you think Mr. Big did a good job? Because, of course, um, Chris North was also on your show. Oh, Chris, Yeah. No, yeah, Chris. I was not a fan of Sex in the City. That wasn't a show that I watched. Right. Yeah. Oh, you keep on seeing all the scenes where they're shooting. Go. Oh, there was a murder there. Uh, there was a. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a different role, I guess, to go yeah. from from that to a, you know, Sex in the City for him. Yeah. Had, had some amazing. That's the fun thing, though, right? As an actor, you get yeah. to do all sorts of different stuff. So many people um, start their careers as well, strangely, on Law & Order. Like you watch old episodes and you see people who um, you know, are very well known and they're playing extras or they're playing a dead person. It's like everyone think, we interview, right? it's always on their, their <laughs> yeah, yeah, resume yeah. that they run Law & Order and we always have to Google and they're either a murderer or the victim. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. must have been you know, like Sometimes a... Sometimes both. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. 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 You see a list like, you know, Neil Patrick Harris, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, and that's just two of the names. Who was the standout to you? Is there anyone you can really remember? Oh, my God. Liza Minnelli. Wow. Oh, yeah. We had Liza Minnelli. Wow. <laughs> was she dead? With Liza Minnelli. <laughs> I actually still remember the Neil Patrick Harris one because it was such a kerfuffle at the time because he was, he actually, spoiler, but he did it, and he was Doogie Howser, and he was this nice guy, and it was like him being a murderer for the yeah. first time, and it caused a huge, like, news story. Oh, we loved having him, loved having him. I mean, that was one of the best things about that job for me was getting to work with people who either I knew or wanted to know, you know, was a fan of. And and it was, you know, for there were most people were New York actors, you know, just like we were. Um, but some people were really super big stars. When someone played the victim, um, essentially their job is just to go to work and sleep that day. It does it, <laughs> is it as simple as that? Or it, would you say it's harder to lay there and be the dead person? Do they get any mm-hmm. direction from the director? Do they come in and they go, Hey, you look a little bit too alive there. Um, next time when we, oh. <laughs> when we come to you or, or is it, is it actually as simple as you think it might be? Oh my God. I, I can't tell you how many friends, say, I want to be the dead guy. I want to be the dead guy. And I would say every time, do not be the victim. Because we had the one with Joel Gray and um, Katie Finnernan, I believe. Um, she was his victim. He murders her at, on the steps of their townhouse at night. And it was winter. Oh, God. And she was very scantily clad, of course. <laughs> you know, um, so how long would have she been laying there for? Oh, hours. Wow. Did she have to audition? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not easy. I know know you say that. I would still be like your friends going, yeah, nah, I could do it. (laughs) No, I hear what you're saying. You want to be a victim in summer on the beach. So what you're effectively (laughs) doing is you're sun tanning whilst working. Yep. That that would probably the, be the best case scenario. Um, you've also done heaps of other stuff in your um, long and illustrious career. Um, uh, you were in one of my favourite movies of all time, What About Bob, starring alongside Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. You had the famous boat scene with him when he's tied to the mast. What was it like working with Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfus? Oh, my goodness. That was like being at summer camp. Hmm. Um, it really was, because it was summer, and um, I just... I mean, Bill is a treat no matter. It was the first time I realized that to be funny, you have to be very smart. And I mean, he would, he was just a great person to work with. And Richard too, they're obviously very different people. Yeah, they didn't get along, Um, did they? The person I had the, no, they didn't. They're, (laughs) you know, they have entirely different styles of working. They're entirely different kinds of people and um i think that may have worked with the (laughs) the film i don't know um but while they were having difficulty working together julie and i julie haggerty and i would just go off and and shop or go horseback riding or eat um got much better than being a a corpse on svu much better much better How's uh, yeah. Do you still keep in contact with Dick Wolf? Because he was like, he was always so famous because his name at the end created by Cri- Dick Wolf. <laughs> well, he was not someone I was ever, uh, you know, on speed dial with. Okay. We he he by that time. I mean, once our show sort of launched, he wasn't really around mm. much. Um, and and so he's not some. I mean, I would get a Christmas card from him for many years, but that. I don't, you know, I don't know. You moved a dress? Is that what happened? a lot of other shows. Yeah. <laughs> huh? You moved a dress? You stopped getting the card? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Catherine, I don't know whether this is just me, but I, I l- love the whole um, Law & Order series on both Criminal Intent and SVU, and my mum still watches it. My parents were big into it, so I watched a lot of it too. And I have, over all the years, watching nearly every episode, I still have never had enough time at the end of an episode to fully read all the text they flash up right at the end. You know how it comes up with it says, this story does not, something, 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 something. Mm -hmm. And I've never paused it. Now I can pause live TV. I still don't do it because I'm keeping it as a challenge to myself (laughs) to try and get through it. One day you'll get it. In the half a second. That they they that's hilarious. They they, they put what do you it up. up to? Have you got anything? Oh, uh, I think I always get to the same part. This story um, does not depict or is not a real something. Or and then there's a li- there's like the second half of it that I've never been able to get to. Yeah, I, it just means you can't sue us, no yeah. matter how hard you try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured I figured it was that. Is it is it sort of? Do you know it word for word, or you just know that it's like a mm-hmm. hey disclaimer? This is not someone's real oh, death. No. Yeah, I have no. It it, it it probably says something about these 
characters and stories are not based on people, real people. Yeah. And Something like It says that. it, doesn't yeah. it? A voiceover says it. No. no. Doesn't right. it? Words, but no. it'd be that one, um, yeah, everything you see is fictional. It does not depict any real or actual events yeah. that may have occurred. And it's, yeah. any, it's similarity is purely coincidence, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then there's some episodes, not so much on yours, but um, where Law and Order these days is starting to pick little bits out of real celebrity stories and they're trying to feed them feed them through now. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts yeah. on that? I, th- I yeah. think that kind of, I don't like it? that. No. Yeah, I don't like it as much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. I think it's hard to have a show that's on for, how long has FBU been on? Oh, yeah. So many years. Mm. You know, eventually you've got you to get some inspiration. Yeah, it's yeah. hard though because you're like, well, I've seen that. That doesn't look like Trump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're like, I know the ending of it as well. I want to be able to try and guess yeah. this. But people, I get annoyed. People get annoyed by me because I go, oh, I know who did it. You, you know, you watch the first five minutes, <laughs> yeah, not not that knowing. You go, oh, yep, yeah, seen it, seen it. <laughs> hey, um. An absolute. Are they that easy? Yeah. Well, no, no, I've, no, I've, I've no. seen. No, but I'm often we've all seen it before yeah. and we pretend yeah, we had it. I'm talking about the old episodes when they when they pop up oh, here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, lovely to speak with you this morning. Um, we were all very excited uh, when we were told that you were going to be calling through. So we really appreciate your time, and it's great to um, chat about it. Oh, cheers! Thank you for having me. Thank you for being so enthusiastic about the show. We feel very proud of it and and really lucky to have done it for as long as we did and that people really enjoy it in the way that they do. So cheers and thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank Thank you. you. Have a great day. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye. There she is, Catherine Erb um, from Law and Order Criminal Intent here on Memory Monday. It's Stav, Abby and Matt.